Hello, I'm John, the executive producer here at Final Show Films. I got a few notes for you before the show. First, I want to thank you all for watching. We couldn't do what we do or the amount of things that we do without the support of you, the viewer. If you want to support us financially, which we always appreciate, you can go to our Patreon page at patreon.com fsfilms, where you can donate as little as a dollar a month to help us continue this and all the things that we do. I want to give a special shout out to our $25 supporters, Antitonic, Cat Waterflame, and Samantha Bates. Uh, second, I want to let you all know that we here at Final Show Films are planning a little get together up at Gen Con this year. That's August 2nd through 5th up at Indianapolis. We're going to be up there sort of hanging out, enjoying the con, spending time together. And if any of you guys want to come up and say hi, please feel free. We don't bite unless you want us to. And if you enjoy whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to, be sure to check out our website at finalshowfilms.com where you can find links to all of our other content, both podcast and video. And be sure to follow me at John A. Bates on Twitter for more updates on all of the content we're creating in the future. In the meantime, thanks for watching. I hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Break First, where I am Aaron, I am the GM. Hello, everyone. This party is going to start introducing themselves, starting with Jeremy. Hello, I am Jeremy. I play Click Clack, the Kenku Rogue. And Kat? Hi, I'm Kat, and I play Ska, the Wood Elf Barbarian Cleric. And Jack? Hey, everybody, I'm Jack, and I play Ragnarain Harrier, the Dwarven Paladin of Conquest. And Navarin, who is either frozen or doing a very impressive freeze frame. Hi, uh, I'm Navarin. Uh, I'm playing Alistar Amaran, the half-elf bard. Well, and joining us, at least for a little while, Anti. Hi, I am Antitonic, and I am playing Cassie, the Naga Sorcerer. Cool. So, <laughs> uh, we're going to quickly, last time on break first, the party was heading towards the Silver Peaks when they were beset by a small band of quicklings, creatures of the Fae and of Speed, that beset upon the party to pillage and cause mischief. Having stolen something valuable from Click Clack, they ran off, pursued by the rogue, and eventually... After another scuffle, click-clack went down. The rest of the party tried to find him, eventually ending up in a, a Feywild scrapyard. Sorry. Eventually ending up in a Feywild scrapyard, which apparently took discarded, useless... His things, largely of a technological nature, or that the Feywild just didn't naturally process and threw them away. They, ere Ragnar er, ingratiated himself to the local Fey Queen in by offering her a stone containing his memories and a symbolic representation of his becoming a Tideborn. 
someone whose old self has been essentially recycled and erased by the ocean. As the that's the scrapyard started to flood with seawater and the face started to change, the party departed. It um, by the same mushroom circle through which they had entered. With one party member, Chloe, who'd previously suffered a significant physical injury, expressing her NPC party member, expressing her concern that perhaps she would be left behind, given that this place he's collected things that didn't have a use. And during all of this, Alistar, you have been slumbering in the cart. You vaguely remember walking for a little while through the Feywild before deciding to just lay down until something interesting happened. Mm. And in your dreams, you are on a shore. Behind you, there are strong, tall mountain peaks. And you hear a song that's vaguely, eerily familiar. Mm. Huh? 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 Why is it my turn? It's my turn for watch. <laughs> no, sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. The tides lap at your feet in this strange dreamscape. The sky, the color of lavender. As you sort of, even without really thinking about it, look around to get a sense of your location, you see a woman who, in this moment, you do definitely remember. She's larger than life and more gorgeous than anything you have ever seen. And as she holds a pickaxe in her her hands, you remember having seen this woman in your dreams before. She sings softly as she picks away at the mountain. Hello, nurse. Hmm? Uh, uh, hi? Hello. Hi. Without necessarily breaking her stride as she <coughs> do, do this large mountainous hill, she is. It's been a while. You're Young. telling me. Is she. Yeah, that's my phone. It, I'll fix that later, but it should turn off now. Um, that is not the most beautiful song you've ever heard. That is the death screams <laughs> of an Apple device that is about to be chucked off a window. <laughs> Personally, I like to think that it is the most beautiful sound that he's ever heard, and that's just another window into the fascinating landscape of... Of Alistar's psyche. Okay. Head cannon accepted. Insert deprecated OpenGL joke here. Moving on. Um, uh, 
she sort of looks over to you. Last time we spoke, you promised me something. That doesn't sound like me. Hmm. I mean, I might have done. What was it? Secrets, stories, the songs of the world around you. You promised to seek them out and bring them to me. Oh. Yeah, that's something that's I would say. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I've been doing all right on that front. Um, her, the sky, this bright lavender starts to darken and the, her enormous size is suddenly much more intimidating than it has been in the past. It is not wise to trifle with my favor. I mean, remember what you have promised me. It's also not wise to describe what's happening in my underwear right now, but. Um, turns out I'm doing that anyway. I don't think I'm a wise person. <sighs> I'm working on it. I've, I've got loads. I've got lots of good songs. I've got the song of the Shadow Demon. I've got uh, the song of Betray. Hang on a minute. Why do I remember all of this? Hey, what are you doing? Her eyes are deep black pits as you look into them. There's still something stunning and beautiful and alluring about her, her but there's this <clears throat> ominous power that, that comes with it. As she, again, just very gently taps the mountain and it starts to crumble an avalanche. I shouldn't be as attracted to that as I am. Uh, that's awkward. Uh. Remember what you have promised me. Bring me secrets. Remember or forget. I care not. But you will not spurn in what I have given you and you will not deny me what I am. Hey, I'll bring you secrets, I'll bring you sunshine, I'll bring you love. It'll be great. We'll work, I'm working on it, don't worry. And as I'll you say you, that... I'll bring you laughter. I want you to I'll roll me a sunshine. persuasion check or deception as you see fit. Uh, I think he means it. Um, she reaches down with it again, and her finger is as large as you are, and she vaguely taps your chest. Ugh. Take care you do not forget. Do that again. Take care you do good right. And, like, you were shoved back through this endless darkness as this song takes on and far more ominous undertones. 
and you sort of blink awake in the back of the cart just in time to see some bright glowing mushrooms. Oh, see. And that's where we're going to move to Kavsi. Why don't you describe where you are right now, what you're what you're up to? So I'm just going through some shelves and just boxes and things that are in this house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just All seeing right. if there's anything fun or interesting. And why don't you, for the benefit of the audience and the other players, describe what your character looks like. Yeah, so, I mean, the picture sort of does it justice, but about five foot tall from, I would say, belly to head, uh, sort of flared snake head, wearing sashes, scarves, that type of just cloth, essentially. About halfway down the tail, there's a, a bit of a just a cheap band bronze. And about five, ten, five to ten foot of tail. Uh-huh. So as you're looking around this house, it, almost as you pull open the drawer, you notice pop, 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 as these mushrooms pop up in various places around the house, starting to form a circle. And having been in the Feywild for a while, you pretty instinctively move out of the way as this glimmering flash of aurora lights um, warp through the space. And and I'm reaching over and grabbing my staff. Yep. As bedding and probably also the ceiling of this place shatters a bit, um, there's a cart sitting in what used to be a living room. And all of you are arrayed as you were at the end of last episode among the various spaces. But now you're standing in kind of the ruins of someone's house. Ah! Whoa. <laughs> ah, not snake people. Point my staff at them. The fuck? Huh? Well, what's yours? There's more of you, so there's more of you, so you have to answer first. Yes. You already. Um, at this point, the woman with red hair that was sort of kneeling, knocking against the floor, stands up. You already got my name. It's Chloe. Chloe, what's yours? Yeah, that's a fair trade. Um, I am Cassie, the Weaver. And what exactly is it you weave? 
Well, firstly, I'm hurt that you haven't heard of me. But no, I weave the threads of fate, the very magic of the universe. And so you're a wizard then? Harry. Mm, of a sort. But for a simple copper piece, I can tell your fortune, your past, anything you wish. Ragnar kind of lowers the sun blade, which is this, you know, emanating beam of radiant energy. Hangs it on his belt and the blade clicks off. Looks at Cassie appraisingly. Glances in his purse. I've only got gold. I... I would hate to say that, but yes, I would definitely take your gold. At eight. How's this for a bargain, then? I'll give you one gold coin, and you tell mine, and Scars, and Click Clacks, and Chloe's. Hmm. Fair, but I know how things work here, so to set your mind at ease, the services that I offer are, with, are given freely in trade, and I do not anticipate any further dealings. Fair enough then. We, and he holds. Do we a, have an accord? Hey, <laughs> thought we do. And he hands over a gold piece. Okay. Who would like to be first? Scarwood. <laughs> Scarwood's will kind of glare down at Ragnar. Fine. Me. I Look, guess. usually you only get an escape. Now we get an escape and a show. <laughs> yeah. So he'll. Give Scar a bit of a look up and down, and then at his belt, he'll pull out a pack of cards, start shuffling them, and then just start pulling them. So, for you, the strength card means courage in touch with the more animalistic nature. And then death Uh you've experienced some heavy loss but still you persist and finally the high priestess you this loss you've felt it's brought you closer within yourself there is great fortune ahead of you I feel I'll just kind of stare at you for a moment. And then just sit down next to Ragnar without saying anything. At which point they're about evenly heighted because Ragnar is still standing. Yep. Click Clyde looks enthralled. I mean, the roof is also probably a little low for some people. <laughs> yeah. Looking around this house looks like it was probably built for halflings or gnomes or creatures of a similar size to that. Well, I'm the tallest in the group, so... Yeah, you would de- would definitely have been sort of hunched over a little bit. Okay. I mean, parts of the roof probably broke when the spell, when the teleportation happened. Yeah, because there's a horse in here. (laughs) There's a horse in here. Chloe! Do Chloe next! Mm. 
Chloe's our barred shy in arm. Yeah. Um, this woman with red hair and a keen eye. And she carries a harp that she clearly can't use on her back. Hmm. Give her a look up and down. Ooh, there's not... Mm. Perhaps someone else first. Ragnar will step up. Eddie, you can take me on. Hey, what's going on? I'm getting my fortune told, lad. Ah, snake person, hello. Yes, hello, we've done this bit, thank you. Gives <laughs> <laughs> Ragnar a look up and down. Ah, that's actually much better. Okay. This I can work with. <laughs> a little bit of side eye at that. I think you um, called Ragnar. One of the women in the cart, uh, with sort of dark curly hair, will laugh at that. Um, Laureate clearly getting a kick out of, oh, this I can work with for Ragnar. So, shuffling up the cards again, and starts pulling three in order. For you, good sir. Yep. Good. So, for you. The Judgment card, symbolizing rebirth, sort of a cyclical nature. That ain't. And then... The moon? Which one? Take your pick. But in this, it symbolizes mystery, uh, dreams, and I guess something missing. Lots of things missing. That ain't. Carry on. And then the chariot. Symbolising progression, movement towards something. I, I see that you will get what you're seeking. I hope you're right. Come on, Clack Clack, you stand up now. He's already right there. <laughs> He's excited by this. <laughs> Just look up and down. Hmm. Interesting. Shuffling up the cards again. For you, I see the devil. Uh -huh. Addiction. Destructive patterns. Search of power. then the magician basically this is action seeking to regain some of this power that you've lost mm -hmm. then the hanged man symbolizing surrendering gaining new perspective on life you don't need this power. Others will come. <laughs> okay, don't, then. 
don't think he agrees with you, sir. Simply not my fate to tell. And anyone else? Chloe. I paid for Chloe. Mm. Mm. Can you tell me when she'll get her arm back? Mm. Hmm. Let me see. Give her another look up and down. Shuffling up the cards. So for you, the fool, symbolizing new beginnings, optimism, just generally enjoying life. Then, pulls a blank card. Um, sorry, this hasn't happened before. One moment. Shuffling up again. It's alright, happens to the best of us. I'll bet. We can just cut. Sorry, reflex. Sorry. <laughs> just a second. So he shuffles up the cards again and then pulls another card. There's the thing. So I know what I'm doing. And it's another blank. Is that? What? That is odd. I'm, I wish I had better news, I guess. I'm sorry. Scully will sort of. Go ahead. That's not unexpected. Is this so, a free for all? Can I have a go? Sounds like fun. Yes. Yeah. Who are you? Sir, I am Carsey the Weaver. Oh. He does magic shit. <clears throat> Give him a copper, he'll tell you your fortune, apparently. Alright. Hands out. Just holds out his hand. Hang on. Reaches into underwear. There you go. Just the barest minimum, just. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, he'll take it, and he's really not happy about it. <laughs> I wiped it! Okay. Gives you a look up and down, shuffles the cards. So, for you, the Empress. Symbolizing fertility, abundance of nature. You certainly yeah. get around, I would imagine. I get around. Wait, what does that mean? I think it's what you think it means. Oh. There. The sun. Symbolizing success, happiness. Unfortunately, you will do well. Of course I will. I'm Scott kind of giggles at that, just a little bit. And then, 
the tower. Tell me something I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the tower. Yeah. Symbolizing like, everything like, you know brought to goes. ruin. Sorry, what? Everything you know brought to ruin, but with that coming insight. Brought to ruin by my getting around? Uh, if that's how you wish to perceive it, then yes. I'll take it. I'll bet. Find somewhere private if you like. So, Mr. Carsey, uh, can you tell us uh, roughly where we've ended up? I can, yes. Aaron. <laughs> you are just a little ways outside of the Silvered Peaks. The Feywild doesn't really have like, like coordinates or anything, but there's landmarks that you can use. Um, and you would know, yeah. Yeah. So not far from the Silvered Peaks. Ah. Right, from where have you come? Well, uh, round in about several dimensions, um, but uh, no, uh, Silver Pe Peaks was where we're heading. We've rather fallen on our feet, I think. Nicely done, Chloe. She gives you kind of a eye roll. You know, I believe that I will give you one for free. Just sort of in general, one would say. Alright, I'll take my trousers off. Oh, sorry. Fuck, no. Alright, never mind. Yes. Alright. So, shuffling up and drawing cards. You get the Wheel of Fortune. Changes. Ups and downs. Success at a cost. Hasn't it always? <laughs> The Hierophant, but inverted. Normally this would mean tradition, but this means change. And finally, the Lovers. Choice, but unison. So, where are we heading? Are you Excuse me? coming up? You're coming along. Well, of course. I can't let a fortune that I uh, that I told for your friend here go unanswered. I find myself quite curious. Which one's that? Or your Chloe, was it? Hattie. Ah, uh, well. <laughs> Glances around at the rest of the group. Mm -hmm. Is this the choice that you were talking about? It's a nice setup if it was. Well, that depends. Is this what you choose to read? I see what you did there. All right, all right, all right. My uh, head hurts. Let's go. Come on with yeah. me, snake friend. Let's go. Might I make a suggestion? Go on. You, for the most part, seem quite capable. By the end of today, there is to be sign-ups for a tournament to be held. 
one of the archfey of this realm, the fairy or silver dragons that rule this land, will be hosting battle of kinds, and the victors will win a favour. Oh. Yes. Neglect puts his hands up very enthusiastically. In the back there, you have a question. Uh-uh. No, he's volunteering. More the better. Alright, uh, what's the price of entry, do you know? Not offhand, I have not had a group to do for which to register. But if you're volunteering... I mean, we do need a favour. Hmm. Favour is a kind of currency around here. Hmm. But fighting a dragon? I think it's a dragon that's putting on the tournament. Or is it that we're fighting a dragon? Putting on the tournament. It could very well be one and the same. Yeah, click. The, the, the tournament has not yet begun, so I do not know. Clickback looks very excited about the possibility of fighting a dragon. As we've had like, run-ins with dragons before, and does it, uh, does it have to be fighting? As I'm led to believe, yes. Alistar, you can't fuck the dragon. Haven't you learned anything? I can. Uh, if I've learned anything, it's that I can. <laughs> That's one of the randomized origins for 5e characters, according to, I believe, Xanathars. <laughs> Somebody fucked a dragon. I was going to say, the character in my Saturday game is the result of someone fucking a dragon, so yes. Um, so, I no more information on that, thank you. <laughs> Well, alright. I'll be willing to bring you along then, if we can all work together and see if we can find a way to win this tournament, as it were. Hmm. Hmm. Indeed. I'm in. Two thumbs up. Scott will look at Ragnar. You know I will follow you. Alright, let's do it then. If you would wish to follow me, and he'll lead his way out of the house. Alright. So. Leaving the door open. Once you are fully outside of this house, which, while it was half to largely discord, Troy did still obstruct your vision. You can clearly see where the silvered peaks are in the not-too-far distance. Um, there is... It would be challenging to call it a city, but that is the best term you can think of. The tips of these mountains are formed of and formed around these crystalline structures There's that um, spire into the sky. At the peak of the tallest mountain, you see a s- one of these spiring crystals with two dragons perched atop of it. The glint of silver wings is off in the distance, and wings that seem, seem to beat with the rainbow glow of some ethereal butterfly.
Well, that's mm. a sight and a half. You get a low whistle from Click Clack. Scott just kind of has a, a jaw drop moment and then she catches herself. So I'm guessing that's sort of where we're headed. Silver Peaks is kind of making sense now. Yeah, this is oh. all very impressive. Oh. That makes so much more sense now. Yeah. So I, I would know where the the sign yeah, up where the be. entrance is. Uh, Aaron, what yeah. was the name? Did we get a name or a title for the Archfey in the trash heap? I believe you did. Uh, she's the Clockwork Queen. Right. Um. Oh, and I think I gave you a handout. Ah, gotcha. That has a relation to that. So, yeah, check your handouts folder. Okay, cool. Because you got an item from that. Yes, I did. <clears throat> Excellent. Awesome. Arrow, but right this way. Just right. leaving, just leaving the door open and just. Mm -hmm. Ragnar will go to follow. Turn. Can't uh, see whose house is this. Hmm? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> They're not going to be terribly pleased. And he pulls out his uh, vicious great axe. What's the house made of? Probably mostly straw. We're gonna have Ooh, to make a hole. Okay, yeah. We're gonna have to make a hole for the horse and cart to get out. And he just starts hacking away at the door frame. Yeah, within a minute or two, you have created a large enough hole. The structural integrity of the house is about at none by now. <laughs> um, with the roof and doors and yeah, there isn't a ton of this small gnomish house left. Um... And Ragnar will very deliberately count out 50 gold pieces, put them in a little sack. Anybody have anything to write with? Uh, yeah, I do. Can you give me a bit of paper, parchment or something? And, uh, yeah, sure. There you go. And he'll write us a little note of accidental teleport accident, which is redundant, but he doesn't care. We apologize. Hopefully this will cover the costs of repair. And he'll leave that along with the 50 gold coins. Are you trying to give a fair amount or are you just trying to leave 50 gold? If he, think, if he thinks something else would be a fair amount, he will... Yeah, can he make like an insight Roll or something? a... Uh, stone cunning check, I guess, would be the most appropriate. 
so all right double proficient history so it'll be this plus six <laughs> 12 <laughs> yeah 50 gold seems about right okay so yeah i'll leave 50 gold <laughs> and a note of apology <laughs> okay probably not and even remotely close <laughs> Once people start w walking away, I will use a sorcery point to do subtle spell to Fair cast enough. Tenser's floating disc to carry the gold behind me so I can retrieve okay. it at a later date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what subtle spell is for, so... Yep. yep. Just, just trying to keep it away from anyone looking so no one yeah. just gets instantly suspicious. Make me a sleight of hand just to see how well you managed to hide it. Like, your teammates are not going to see it now, but... That's above my passive perception. <laughs> <laughs> you stow it away decently well. Don't care. I that apologize if you hear a grinding a in the background. That's that car that seems to think that running is funny. Cool. I mean, yeah, cars typically drive, so I would imagine. <laughs> Not what I meant by running. <laughs> but yeah. I know. So yes, I've for the record, that is surprisingly, <clears throat> considering wisdom is my dump set, not above mine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, if you head back by here, you may see it click-clack, but it is happening outside yeah. of your peripheral. Oh, no, that's fine, yeah. I mean, it follows about 20 feet behind me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Fucking passive perception? Because that does not beat mine. Yeah, same thing. As you arrive at the gates of the Silvered City, where, as we've established, no, you're not seeing this because subtle spell... However, right. if you head back by, you may see it later. <sighs> um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, as you arrive at the gates of the Silvered City, this structure is huge in front of you. At the um, gate of the city, you see several constructs of a silverish blue coloring seemingly a creatures almost like similar to some elementals or golems you may have seen in the past made of crystal um there's a sort line of people lining up to enter the city that you enter this queue um there's short conversations and Eventually, you move to the front of the line. Um, and this golem creature looks each of you over. Welcome to the Silvered Peaks. The tournament it begins again in two days. Individual sign-ups are ending soon. Please enjoy the markets and find the signs to not enter where our guests are not allowed. The city will close at sundown. Please have left 
before then. Looks around to um, Carsey. So, so are we a team? Are we like entering a team tournament? Is that is that what's what's going on? <clears throat> I think that would be the preferable option. I'm quite skilled, but I don't think that I could handle this alone. Cool. What do and you do? I weave the very fabrics of nature. Okay, but like, in words that I understand. And I will spin my staff around and slam it into the ground and use Umbraturgy. <laughs> Umbraturgy, yes! After, 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 um, Alistair said words I understand, Click Clack just holds up his, his hand and fingers in a very small... <laughs> and so what do you I'm, do with Umbraturgy? I'm making my own shadow grow large and intimidating. Ah! Shadow monster! I attack it. Make me an attack roll. <laughs> um... Rapier. <laughs> you stab the ground where the shadow is and it doesn't change. Oh, that was you. Yes, huh. what what you don't understand would just be limitless, you cretin. So, just <laughs> trust me. Thank you, that's very kind of you. <laughs> Sky will, will lean to Ragnar. Okay, I kind of like him now. So, according to this, uh, gives a little rap with his knuckles on the golem thingy. Gentlemen, here we've got a uh, couple days to prepare, but we need to sign up quickly. So, Kavsi guides you through the market it to... Carsey guides you to the market. Sorry. I was just going to say, we need a team name. Guys, let's come up with a team name. Everyone make a suggestion. And as you arrive at a sort of large overhanging um, structure of crystal that seems aims to have glowing markers, a sort of dancing light spell, around its exterior. Um, there is a another of these constructs which you have been seeing throughout the market. All of the... It seems that all of the labor, all of the merchants that of the city are these crystal constructs of purple and blue and red. Um, one red construct looks up to you. Are you first time entrance to the tournament yes yes I believe that'd be accurate <clears throat> I am a speaker of the dragons let me explain to you <clears throat> the rules and circumstances of the tournament at large in this iteration uh, one moment if I could and he turns around and addresses the entire group but specifically Alistar you are not to ask any questions until this individual has ceased their explanations. Do I make myself clear? Why? Thumbs up. Sorry. 
We uh, tend to be a slightly distractible lot a bit. Go on, sir. Mm. Squirrel! Sorry, what? Some ranger over on the side just sort of gives you a glare and holds her squirrel a bit closer. <laughs> oh shit, we're fighting squirrel girl? We're dead. <laughs> we are doomed! <laughs> grabby, grabby hands motion. Squirrel girl! Challenge rating 30 enemy. <laughs> At willpower summons a challenge rating 40 swarm of squirrels. I was gonna say... Uh, 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 tippy. Challenge ready. 29. <laughs> Legendary action. Call in help. Any other powerful being assists her. Best friends with Raven the Hunter. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Squirrel Girl is great. You should read it. Um, but, yeah. The tournament, there are two tournaments within the tournament. There is the tournament for single individuals to prove individual might for individual reward, and there is the tournament for teams. Typically, the teams are entered by a sponsor. Individuals may also be entered by a sponsor. Any group with a sponsor or may a Forgo any group or individual with a sponsor may forego the preliminary round. The individuals who enter with without a sponsor particularly, but it's most individuals that enter, will be required to participate in a preliminary round to determine your skills and capabilities. Is should you be found wanting in an individual contact, you may find others and, and acquire a group to enter the group iteration of the tournament. Tournament groups may be from three to five members. The specific rules of each round will not be announced until the round has begun. All rounds will take place with in the arena there are, are in many rounds certain restrictions of, laced upon the tournament to determine skill and test your limits and restrictions not just right now Ragnar holds up a finger like, wait a minute. Carsey uh, will turn to click like. And so, your sponsor? Ah. Uh... Draws a picture of a red bull. <laughs> sponsor. If a group is sponsored, they will forego the preliminary. Any sponsoring entity will be the one to receive the boon for a sponsored group. A sponsor may also participate in the tournament in any capacity beyond assisting their team from the sidelines. 
not just Ragnar again. I look back to, yeah, look back at Ragnar. All right, so basically from what this guy has told me, you can skip the prelims if you have a sponsor. They haven't mentioned any qualifications for the sponsor, but the sponsor is allowed to help from the sidelines, but not direct, but not directly participate. Yeah. Uh, okay. And the sponsor is the person who gets the, the boon, boon yeah. if you win. If you're, Therefore, if you're if you're a sponsor, you cause the person the group to skip the prelims, and you are the one that gets the reward for the team doing well. We should mention that the 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 person we are collecting boons for as a sponsor. That's Ragnar's initial inclination. Um, that, however, is not expressed in those exact words and is right. instead expressed in click clackies. Uh, we would like to uh, enter under the sponsorship of the Father of Wolves from the Altar Sorry, of Sidestepping. Hmm. Sorry, excuse me. I was talking to the leader of your group. I point to Ragnar. So does Ska. No. I, what? I'm hey, pretty come sure. On. Hang on a second. Click mm. <laughs> <laughs> Clack looks honestly befuddled. Hey, no, Carsey. Our, uh, our leader is unfortunately uh, slightly restricted in the individuals he is permitted to overtly communicate with, I am merely the mouthpiece of our commander. Mm. And I was understand. therefore transmitting his uh, desires. Mm. I understand completely. <laughs> uh, turn back turn back to click clack. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yay! Okay. Then by all means, continue. <laughs> Who will be sponsored by me? Ah, that would be myself, our commander, Click Clack, Ska, Carsey here. Glances over the rest of the people that are standing there, waiting for volunteers. Carsey, who do you think should be our fifth? Hmm? What does what does the what does the future tell you on that? Hmm. Well, this one won't do any any well. Looking at uh, Alistar. Hmm. Uh, uh, if you um, have so more members or or wish to determine the mate of your member is independently. It is advised to enter the tournament as individuals and those that do not pass the preliminary of individuals may assemble a group. Or those who do pass the preliminary of individuals may then assemble a group of the most capable. What about that tall one in the back? I don't believe I got a name. Um, is that Sylvester? So <laughs> There's... No, it's the horse. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Zelwyn, who's the monk, will sort of pat the horse's side. She's a good ride, but no. Mm. Well, I'm out of ideas then. 
Fair enough. He and he grabs a a pair of dice out of his uh, his pocket and just rolls them. Alistair, get in. Oh, excellent. What am I in for? Life. <clears throat> ah. Oh, oh, this will be good. Um, they said if we don't have any restrictions or limits, and I've never had any limits, so I think I'm good there. We know. If that becomes relevant, I'm sure they'll they'll inform us. Excellent. At eight, well, <clears throat> the fates have spoken, I suppose. So yes, the five of us will be signing up under the patronage of the Fathers of Wolves from the altar sidestepping, boon to be transferred to them in the event of our victory. Understood. I ah, that was clever. Uh, yeah, I like it. Should we? Hang on. Like group huddle. Wait until they're done. Don't we need to ask first? Waits to see if there's any more to the sign-up procedure than what we've already stated. If you wish to continue as a group, assemble here in two days. Is time at dawn? Two days what? time at dawn. Alright. We I shall don't. see you later then. Because those are the rules. Deal with it. It's so early. So this is what you wish? Aye, to, I think so. To give the boon to another and not for yourselves? Well, we kind of need to give it to him anyway, even if we did have it ourselves, because he needs him to get us home. I'm always up for giving it to someone else. We know. Please stop talking. <laughs> Oh, you don't mean that. I think he does. Most people do no. when they tell you. We always mean it. I don't think so. You're all just joshing me. I know. It's fine. I love you guys too. <laughs> no means no, Alistar. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What? Huh? Come on. Alistar understands consent. Just not in the context of friendship. Yeah. <laughs> so given that we are to be as a partnership I would care to know more about your abilities I know that myself I am very skilled but I have no such assurances for you well uh, Scar and I both hit things very very hard let me tell you the tale of the time I saved everyone from dragons. Don't. Click likes a sneaky little bastard and can uh, definitely find the soft spots on almost anybody's physiology. Hmm. Yep, and proceed to do an acrobatics routine. Make me an acrobatics roll. Give me a moment. I had to refresh this. I had to refresh the stupid <laughs> roll twenty. Not for any important reason, other than there was when I put my when I put the cursor over one of the die rolls, so I could you know grab the die roll because that's what I do. 
the little thing stayed when I it oh, moved I hate away. That. I hate <laughs> that. Okay, I'm not the only one who's driven insane by that. Good. Yeah. I'll start like uh, I'll start notice 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 what um click like is is like saying. It's like oh. also Ragnar's saying. It's like oh, let's get click. Let's try and find my soft points at some point. So sixteen. Which is very good. Not uh, great for click clack, but is very 11. good. Eleven. Functional. Yeah. <laughs> click clack's like it's I give I, I give it a soft C. <laughs> a soft C minus. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's, it's an eight point five from the Russian judge. And while we're here, is there anyone that you wish to tr attempt the individual tournament? Perhaps to also gain a boon for yourselves, then? Hey. If you wish to, to demonstrate your abilities to your comrades to prove you are worthy of being on a team, one recommended way to do that is... <laughs> by entering the individual tournament. Both hands are up. Hi, I'll, I'll take a piece of that. Both hands high in the air, waving frantically. I was, however, indicating more of your companions. If you get injured during the individual tournament, how would you be a benefit to the team? <laughs> Well, Lorette, Zawin, Sylvester, Chloe, anyone? Lorette will look around at the others. I'll sign us all up. Nah, I'm, I'm good. I'll be fine. You're part of you're part of the the team squad already, and apparently yeah. that's you know. You're only allowed to bite one. Hmm. So if they all go in as individuals and they all earn a boon, would they help us with those boons going to where we need them to go? Laureate will sort of lean in, Scott. Scott, it's a tournament, dear? I suspect that at most one of us is going to win in, in the individual round and one team's going to win in the team round. That tends to be how these things work. I've never really done the whole tournament thing. You should. It's fun. I mean... Well, apparently I'm going to, so... Us? Alright, so, let me understand this out of character. Click Clack has signed up for the individuals and plans to eventually compete with the team. Yes. Ragnar has signed up with the individuals but yes. wants to compete with he's the team? Yes, he's doing the same thing too, because okay. he's a because dumbass. <laughs> Alistar and, uh, Alistar. And Auntie doesn't have his character name in his Roll20 name. Um, Carsey. <laughs> Alistar and Carsey are not competing as individuals, but plan to compete as the team. 
Mm-hmm. What's Ska's plan? Because I haven't heard... Ska's not going to do the individual thing. Okay. Yeah. Um... Plus, I think it'd be awesome to fight for 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 Ragnar and Click Clack to fight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, so uh, I think that this was in the spiel, but just out of character to clarify, the prelims are not fights against other people. They're right. proving that you're of the skill level to participate. Yeah. If you're fighting, if you're going through as individuals, then you might fight in the tournament bracket. Right. Part. Exactly. Okay. Ragnar has no Ragnar has ar- Ragnar has already decided that everybody in the army is going to at least pass the prelims, and then we'll probably take the top five spots in the individuals as well. <laughs> okay. He's that kind of military commander. <laughs> Sure. Chloe <laughs> is totally in a position to win. And keep in mind, um, you only need a minute. A team is three to five. So you, even if Ragnar and Click Clack choose to go ahead as individuals, you have a team's worth. Right. Uh, might I inquire what sponsorship entails? The sponsor sponsors is to affirm the capabilities of the group and prevent and joke entries is and thus sponsors propel a group past the a group or individual they sponsor past the prelims a sponsor receives the boon if if their sponsored group wins yes but what does that like what does that entail would a payment be necessary or some sort Any of Any agreement deal? reached between sponsors and their champions is between the sponsors and the champions. As long as the champions understand that the reward will not go to them, and the sponsor is free to arrange whatever arrangement suits that group. Noted. And, However... Uh, Sponsors cannot also compete. They can only assist their champions from the sidelines. Now, would that affect the team tournament? Yes. Sponsors cannot compete in this round, this iteration of the tournament in any capacity other than being sponsors to prevent favoritism, rigging, and other issues. So, like, I couldn't sponsor Click Clack and he sponsored me. <laughs> no. Right. <laughs> but no. hypothetically, if I were to sponsor someone, then I could still compete in the team tournament. No, you could not. Okay. You may only sponsor one individual or group if you choose to sponsor. I've sponsored everybody! Just give me the boon now! <laughs> Alright, well, I think that uh, boat settles it for the bookkeeping then. Alright. Carsey, do you know anywhere around here that we can get a decent drink? 
that depends on your preference of flavor. Well, as the saying goes, I like my ale like I like my women. Stout and bitter. <laughs> I believe you. And on that note, <laughs> we're going to head to break. All right, guys, we will be back in a few. Live. Okay, so having been offered that and having been told at the gate that the city closes at dusk, you have most of the day to explore the, its crystalline city at the top of the mountain. It is, to all of your sensibilities, rather cold here, not freezing, and there's no frost or snow on the ground, but at the same time, it's that sort of crisp, definitely below freezing weather. Um, most of the area of the city that you can wander around is occupied by shop stalls selling swords, axes, is armor, or often made of fanciful crystal and statues, other craft works um, at these various stalls. Each, every stall, every position, the few people you see wandering around as potential law enforcers or picking up track are these crystalline golems. Um, most of them are uh, this bluish light blue. Few that you see are, are a brilliant red. A small number are a purplish hue. So I'm just doing my best to guide them around. I mean, they've said they wanted a drink, so somewhere for a drink. And yeah, just pointing, um, pointing out what's available. Yeah. You know where the main sort of in-tavern is. They don't offer... Well, they do offer rooms. They're just not very convenient, given that you can't use the rooms at night. Um... But yeah, you guide them to one sort of building built into the stone of the mountain with crisp, clear crystal windows and bright fires burning within where there are several of these silver or golems wander around. You're guided to a side booth. booth and this is... And you know this is an establishment that serves a wide variety of alcohol. Um, a, a scroll is placed in front of the group of you with a number of dishes and um, a drinks menu and a food menu are placed in front of you. Aside from Karasi, he, sorry, I keep mispronouncing that, Karasi, um, none of you recognize any of the dishes by name. Ragnar's looking at the drinks. Does he recognize any of those? Hmm. You recognize, like, the descriptions. Like, it'll have like a name or a type and then a thick and hearty brew or whatever an actual alcohol description sounds like. 
notes of winter. Something like that. <laughs> it's just a snow cone. Uh, <laughs> Feel like right. if alcohol worked in Slurpee form, that that would be a thing. It is a thing. Alcohol absolutely works in Slurpee form, and it is one hundred percent a thing. Yep, and it's great. It is, it is amazing. You know, I have no room to judge weird Slurpees, so moving on. <laughs> weird Can Slurpees I... is my Reliant K cover band. Can I order something specifically poisoned? Oh, yeah, probably. Just because of the tang, because I'm immune, so. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone else having anything? You seemed quite insistent on coming. Click clack will point at something random. Okay, roll me a 1d100. Oh good, I am good at these. Scar is not drinking. So, do, would I know what is indicated? Um, it's on the drinks menu or the food menu. Uh, depends on what, uh, what could cut No, that, that was for Jeremy. Okay. Uh, Sorry, say that drinks again. Drinks menu or food menu? Drinks menu. Okay. Definitely drinks menu. This one is not poisoned. It's not something you've ever had yourself, but you recognize parts of the description, and the description is intelligible to anyone who is familiar with the dis way drinks tend to be described. Um, and, it, yeah. Is it Sorry. something that I think he would like, just based off my impression? Based off of your impression of Click Clack, you don't necessarily know his alcohol tolerance. You think the, the presentation will at least amuse him. All right. Ragnar takes a look at the drinks menu, decides he doesn't feel like reading, and looks for just a member of the wait staff. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's easy enough. One of these crystal golems is easily called over to you. Can I be of assistance? You can indeed, my good fella. <clears throat> Here's ten gold. Fuck me up! <clears throat> Roll me a persuasion check for how clearly you communicate what you mean. Okay. Can I, That's a 16. Wait for him to get punched in the face. Can I interject in Sylvan? Mm -hmm. He can't take much. Give him something very light. Roll me a persuasion roll. I would like to use my Tides of Chaos. Absolutely, go for it. To get advantage on that, so... Uh, persuasion, wasn't it? That's a 17. Beats Ragnar 16. Okay. Um, he will look to each of you, and in Sylvan and Elvin... Sylvan and Common, respectively. Understood. Walk away. 
Uh, so, Scott, were you going to order anything? Nope. Okay. Scott is not drinking. She's good. Yeah. All right. So your drinks are brought out. Carsey, you get um, a large mug of a bubbling green liquid that sort of oozes is with a slight whiff of that sharp scent of definitely poisoned. Um, uh, just how I like it. Click, clack. Uh, you are brought out um, a strange glass that sort of has a twisted bottom to it, it and a bendy straw uh, on top uh, um, with filled with a vibrant pink liquid that has small greenish boba bubbles, essentially, in the base. Okay. Ooh. Ragnar, um, you're not entirely sure what your drink is. It's just a clear glass with some sort of entirely black liquid. Is it like full beverage size or is it like a shot or what? It's about full beverage size. Okay. I'll take a sip. Okay. Uh, make me a password check. Something real quick. Um, because you just took a sip, make me... A, it's not a save. Fine. Um, make me a Constitution save with advantage. Okay. Nineteen. There, it doesn't taste particularly alcoholic to your sensibilities. Um. Like, there's definitely a kick to it that's a bit weird. Huh. He'll roll with it. <laughs> this is the first time to the Fey Wild. He doesn't know what their drinks taste like. <laughs> yep. Uh, and uh, he's going to take the opportunity while we're just relaxing, getting drinks, to attune to the scrap boon over a short rest. <laughs> okay. As a reminder, you can have a maximum of three things attuned at any given time. Yes, he will have his amulet of non-detection, his uh, sunblade, and this. Cool. Yeah. And as I see Ragnar drinking, I'm just going to hold up my mug and just give him a bit of a toast. It's like, yeah, I know what you got. (laughs) Ragnar will... Cheers you right back. <laughs> All right. It's a rather nice uh, establishment you found for us here, Carsey. Much appreciated. Mm. Ragnar, are you going to continue drinking it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Make me another constitution save this one with disadvantage because you are doing a continued section of drinking this. Oh, okay. 23. You're still fine. <laughs> Seems these Feywild types can't handle their liquor if this is the uh, 
best they can do. I'm barely even feeling it. Really? Cl Click Clack has spent several, perhaps a couple of minutes just staring at the drink, like looking at like, like getting down low and looking at it and going over. And after that period, he's like, looks it up very carefully, takes a smell, clunk. <laughs> just pounds the entire thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just some variety of uh, sort of sweet. Uh, the thing that's stereotypically a girly drink in a bar. Uh-huh. Girly yeah. drinks sneak up on you, man. <laughs> Early Girly. things are the best. Yes, drinks. they are. Raise the hand. With... Yeah. You get another one. He's um, gonna be. He's gonna be laying into those. Yeah. Okay. So, you guys just gonna continue drinking or any conversation? So, Carsey, if a man was to be looking for, say, uh, a better class of uh, heavy armor around these parts, I hear that the Silver Peaks is the best place to get it. Do you have any recommendations on that score? Hmm? I think you're muted. Hmm. Yeah. Bingo. <laughs> I was. Whoops. Um, I don't usually partake myself. I am prodigious enough that I don't usually need armor. Um, uh, Aaron, would I have seen anything around that might suit? Yeah, so you know the Silvered Peaks is known for its craft stuff in addition to these tournaments. Um, so yeah, you would know many places that sell fancy armor from just really well-made armor to actually magic armor to all sorts of varieties of specific enchantments. Anything that's kind that's... of their business. Anything that's a little bit more gendered, let's say? Oh, yeah, definitely. They make okay. armor for all types and body shapes and sizes and all sorts of aesthetics. But you would know a stall that specifically might cater to certain... <laughs> Demographics? Stereotypically gendered forms. Yeah. Are, are we looking... Just so I'm clear... Are we looking for boob armor or pink armor or both? Uh, pink and ribbony. Okay. Yeah. It would still provide all the same benefits, but just be excessively girly. Yeah, you definitely know a place where you could find that. I, I think that I might be able to help you. Ah, splendid. All right. Would you care to go now or are you still enjoying your drink? I think I'll order one for the road, but uh, I'd be willing to go have a have a bit of a look. Uh, assuming enough time has passed for me to have attuned to the the scrap boon. You have. Okay. As listed, it doesn't actually provide any benefits, but okay. Yet that you know of. Right. Yeah. No. He's he was mostly doing it for the. Do I eventually discover anything about this? But he's gonna just hang on to it. Yep. Yeah. And he'll flag down another one of the golems. Is this the strongest that you have in the house? Um, the golem will look 
now. Oh. Well, uh, get me uh, one of those to go, if you don't mind. The strongest that you have. I'm just behind you. Like, just... Uh, sorry, Auntie. What what are you doing behind him? Uh, just trying to avoid Ragnar just going, uh, just um, not that strong. Just without, okay. with non-verbally, just to... Uh, uh. Alright. <laughs> Persuasion checks from both of you. Whoops. I'm not at disadvantage anymore. Hmm. And I can't use my thing for advantage, so... Let me try that again. 24. So 11 versus 24. Alright, 11. Yeah. Um, the person will nod, head to the back, um... And Ragnar, this time they come out with a very thick-looking um, stone, um, thick-looking stone mug with it's some sort of blue and green swirling liquid within it that seems to be in an endless spiraling pattern with no. He sees the mug and he's like, oh, now you're talking. Let me see that. <laughs> and he'll take a swig out of this one. All right. Click Clack is on like his fourth. <laughs> so Click Clack is dead. Um, Click Clack, you're probably, like I said, they're, they're essentially the equivalent of girly drinks. You're getting fairly drunk. Cause Perfect. Yeah. Click clacks white girl wasted. Yup. Ragnar, how many hit points do you have? 78. Okay. You definitely feel some sort of kick to this one, but again, it doesn't feel like drunkenness or alcohol to you. What does it uh, feel like would, then? Would I know Psychic what damage? With? Yeah. Um, so, you do not take any damage. Okay. Uh, you can roll and... me an arcana. You would know. Um, one of the sort of traditions is if someone can't actually hold their alcohol, you just give them sleeping potions. Because then they think they got blackout drunk. Is it possible that I could use another subtle spell and cast Mind Spike? If you would like to, yes, you can. Would you like to try and make this concurrent with, like, that sort of second waft of flavor for the drink, or just yeah. unrelatedly? To see if I can get it to actually go off. Okay. So, that is... Can you put mine spike in chat for me? Yes. So, wisdom Sorry, save? I'm not used to magic. <laughs> Fine. Um, I can find it. Uh, Got it. Alright. Yeah. Um, okay, Ragnar, yeah, you're gonna need to make a wisdom save. 28! <laughs> yeah, that beats yeah. 13. Alright, you, you take three damage and as this sort of comes <clears throat> back up, you feel a little bit of like a, oh, wow, that was a doozy. 
Yeah. Not bad for you as a high level, high-ish level adventurer, but you can make that Arcana check if you want to try and figure out what you're drinking. It's gonna be with disadvantage though because now you have some conflicting symptoms. That's an eleven. <laughs> uh, with an eleven, like. Actually, given how long you spent attuned to the trident that I want to remind yeah. you mm -hmm. have, um, the trident of bad dreams, you do recognize the effects of a sleep spell to the potion, to the drink itself. Though that doesn't explain the sort of starting of a headache that you had for a moment there. So he's only taken a swallow of this. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I rather like the flavor we've got here. <clears throat> and he's just going to take the mug with him. Okay. I I will go to settle the bill because right. apparently only one drink so far has been paid for. Yeah. Um, and I will attempt to produce the bag that Ragnar left earlier. Okay. I'm just going to say roll me another sleight of hand to see if you can pull that off without anyone noticing that that's the same bag. Uh, 20. Yeah. You produce a similarly a coin bag bag just from your side. And yeah. Uh, with about 15 gold, you can settle up everyone's tabs. Now, I know that a lot of, like, bars and restaurants and stuff will have a little merchandise stand towards the front. Does this place have one of those? Uh, there's one outside that seems to be vaguely connected to the bar, given that the city is entirely run by constructs. It's okay. not necessarily in the bar. Then while uh, Carsey is uh, settling the bill, Ragnar's going to duck outside. He wants, like, a hip flask. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Uh, five silver. All right. Buys five silver, puts the rest of his drink in that, screws the top, stows it in his in his belt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. And then I'm going to try and lead him towards the armor shop that I know of. Okay. Are the rest of you going to stay at the bar or going to go? Um... Scott's being unusually quiet. She's just kind of sitting there. Okay. Prob probably, like, listening to whatever stupid tale Alistar is, is trying to tell people, making sure that Click Clack doesn't drink himself to death. Um, and it's just kind of in her own head okay. and not really paying attention. So she's probably just still going to be sitting there if they walk away. Click okay. Clack will get his fifth. <laughs> Clang! And then slowly stagger two feet and woozily wander after them. All right. Awesome. Okay. So, the three of you head off. Gotta love a randomly split party. <laughs> it happens surprisingly often. That that needs to go on the bingo card. Flip <laughs> party, yeah. Yes. Yep. So you all wind through the streets to a glittering, like the rest of the city, glowing 
armor shot. Um, Ragnar, as you enter through this sort of ribbon curtain, you see many varieties of magical and heavier armors. All in bright colors with glistening gems and ribbon and attachments. Um, matching handbag accessories and the like. Oh, I definitely run a very colorful shop here. I like it. I had a feeling you might. There was an old dwarven armorsmith uh, went by the name of Lisa Frank who used to make things like this. (laughs) Sorry, I haven't heard of that one. Uh, she's a bit of a she's a bit of a, a local legend back where I come from. Doesn't uh, doesn't get out much, hmm? but when you see her worksmanship, oh, oh you recognise it. That's for sure. <clears throat> so what do they have hmm, that's in um, my size? I mean, it's most the magic armor would be what's in your size because the magic armor resizes to its wearer. Yep. Um. They have a few different varieties of magical armor. D&D Beyond. It's better if you have it up when you know you're going magic item hunting. (laughs) I don't know if that slogan will catch on, but we'll give it a try. We're we're workshopping it. We're workshopping it. We're workshopping a lot of different ways to sell D&D Beyond, should they ever sponsor us. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. For all you Wizards of the Coast people who want to do a stream of many eyes every week, we've got the personnel to help you do that. And don't worry, we know that you're watching. Yep. <clears throat> because we I mean, are also watching someone you. With not, not Wizards of the Coast, but with whoever does World of Darkness stuff actually does watch. Yeah, Onyx Path hosts us on occasion. Hmm. Um, Which is awesome. We love them. Yeah. so i'm just sort of towards the towards the wall just sort of observing yep all right um All right. Um, they have armor of resistance for fire, ice, or poison. Okay. They also have armor of vil- vulnerability for fire, ice, or poison. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, they have standard plus one armor. Um, They would have a shield of missile attraction with lots of bright pink ribbons flying off of it. Um, And they have armor that glows with an unusual magical light of pink pulsing energy that you do not recognize the exact properties of. Hmm. 
if there's a golem in the the shop, he'll be like, "Oi, can you tell me what's this one?" This is armor that it it can be done and doffed without incident and offers a slight additional protection. It comes in an aesthetically pleasing format. Would you like to try it on? I would indeed. Okay. He taps the armor on the pattern and it becomes a small mirror compact, essentially. Oh, um, that's quite handy. So is it basically it's like... the activation phrase, my a soul is my weapon, and... And it will activate. Holy shit, Ragnar's a magical girl. <sighs> my soul is my weapon! Which is rather... And in glittering pink and purple, this armor lights up. Ragnar's entire form is covered in sparkles and glitter. And oh, gonna as... be making the dragons jealous! And Alistar too, actually, come to think of it, probably. <clears throat> yeah, um... <laughs> And he transforms terms like a magical girl. His hair and beard now covered in braids and ribbons. Thank you, beard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His hair and beard now covered in braids and ribbons and bright pink stereotypical leader of the magical girl group armor, except for in breastplate form. Um, plus one breastplate that can be taken on or off with a bonus action cool and includes magical girl transformation sequence oh it's everything did you say sequence or sequins both (laughs) I meant sequence but I think both are appropriate that works Uh, this is the best thing it is They do also have it in all the other variety of armor formats. So I'm you so can sad. Get leather or padded or plate? Can you get full plate? Yes, you can get full plate. I'm so sad that Navarin had to go because I just can't imagine the reaction to this. Oh, oh. but now I get to describe it to Navarin without him knowing how this happened. He'll look down at himself kind of evaluate. Can you do anything about the ribbons or do those uh, come standard? Hmm. That is an effect of this particular armor and inherent to the enchantment. And what color are they, Aaron? These ones are bright pink. Hmm. Do you have anything in more of a, a bluish or green? He will, like, sort of pull out a variety of these mirror compacts in teal blue, um, sort of a limeish, light green, purple, um, and black. Oh, there's a black one. That would probably work. Would you like to try it on? Uh, full plate black if you don't mind. Hmm. It will go to the back of the room grab the specific version you have asked for 
in Sylvan, can I interject? Sorry, he's allergic to black. Maybe one of the others? Make me a deception roll. And this has been happening a lot. Can I start to pick up on this, maybe? <laughs> you can pick up that often when you say something, there's something in Sylvan other next to right. it. Right. Mm -hmm. um, yep. Yep. Okay. I don't think you speak any Sylvan. No, I definitely don't speak Sylvan. That's yeah, a 13. All right. With a 13, um, he'll sort of in Sylvan to you. I will also provide another variety should there be an issue in Sultan back to you um but he will come out and Ragnar he'll hand you the compact with the black pattern my soul is my weapon for this one the activation oh damn it phrase <laughs> is, is by the dark blood of my sacred heart by the dark blood of my sacred heart that's an incomplete sentence. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. So, again, glittering transformation sequence. And full plate. But Ragnar, as you look down at it, you realize that, well, it is effectively full plate. For some reason, there's big thigh cutouts and this weird midriff bit. Oh, I can see my belly. <laughs> and he tries to actually undo some of the ribbons from his beard if he can. He's feeling experimental. Okay, uh, as you undo them, they re-knit themselves back into your beard. <laughs> Fascinating. Uh, black heart sacred thing. <laughs> so what's I'm the asking good. price for this one? Hmm. I should know this. I should know this. Or is this more of one of those uh, barter things where I give you, like, memories and shite? We, we do accept barter and trade. We also accept currency from most of the primary realms. Uh, all of one or mix and match? Mm. Mix and match is acceptable. That's that's how you use magic items. Um, Are you quite sure on the color? I thought the pink was quite fetching on you. Hey, but the black's a bit more uh, in keeping with me. I, well, I was hoping for like a rather more oceany green or blue, but most of those were a bit more bright colored. Hmm. Mm, um, such a shame. Yeah. Black comes in the sexy evil variant. Because we're going by magical girl standards. Though, for Ragnar, that's not inappropriate. Nope. Um, <clears throat> Ragnar is quite sexy evil, thank you very much. I mean, sexy neutral, but, you know. 4,500 is the standard asking price. Case in gold. 
from the material realm. I see. Well, <clears throat> I'll be asking you about barter then. Um, I've got some knowledge about control herbs from the uh, material realm I could offer. Uh, I have the uh, correspondence detailing a conspiracy amongst uh, underdark slaves that I could contribute. Uh, if you're interested in uh, mushrooms that make one grow smaller. Or possibly things. I don't know what other uses you might be able to find for them. I'd be happy to offer those as part of the pot. Mm, I've got in uh, the tools for uh, alchemy as well, uh, and a number of other things. I I would be also willing to offer some gold, and I'll pull out the Ragnar's bag. Okay. Um. <laughs> Do I recognize it as my bag? <laughs> You know, Ragnar, looking at it closely, that is the exact same bag you had. That was exactly your coin purse's shape. <laughs> Gives Carsey a very kind of eye-narrowed look. Doesn't say anything, though. Oh, no. No, not at all. Um, so... Between those things, we can offer those those items and a price of three thousand five hundred. Hmm. I'm afraid it's still a bit outside my price range, but I appreciate you being willing to share those uh, your uh, your inventory and stock with me. Hmm. And I'll hand the little hand compacts yeah. back. Hmm. The pink it is a standard price of two thousand. Understood. Well, most um, most impressive workmanship you do here, I must say. Hmm. What would be on offer for the boon of an archfey? The boon of any given archfey could purchase this shop wholesale. There you are, something to consider. If you are to be entering the tournament for specific reference, you could ask for any number of the magic items traditionally produced in the city. That's your phone. Interesting. Or well. a custom item of specific make. It is not an uncommon request for those who win. Even an other archfey who have champions. Fair enough, then. Well, I'll certainly consider what we have to offer then afterwards. Hmm. Thank you so much for your time. And, Kirsty, thank you for showing me this uh, rather magnificent establishment. It's quite a lovely place, this Silver Peaks. Hmm. No, believe me, it was my pleasure. Well, I suppose we should go collect our... Uh, other companions and see what else is in offer for at least the next evening. I'm gonna need a place to sleep. Yes, because we are not to be within the city walls by dusk. That's what I recall. Aye. All right. Head back to the tavern. Alright, Ragnar, as you're headed back, just roll me a perception check. Okay. I'm very, very good at these. I have a modifier of one. 20. Okay. As you walk back, you do notice a variety of other armor shops you pass by. Mm-hmm. Huh. 
<laughs> Quite a bit of production they do around here. Well, mayhap if we win the boon, I'll stop by and we'll trade it in for a number of things that might be helpful. Uh, how's Click Clack doing by this point? Click Clack is probably fairly plastered and <laughs> is just sort of wandering along, sort of, sort of happy-go-lucky-ish behind, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so you arrive back at the bar without any trouble. Ska, how have you been? Scott will kind of startle at that. I'm... I'm fine. Why? Well, we went off and found the most ostentatious armor shop you've ever seen in your life. Alistar would have lost his shit just walking in the door. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> She'll look over at Alistar, who's probably passed out by now. Alistar, who's got some very fancy but not very useful armor of his own. Yep. <sighs> well. Everything okay, though? Aye. A little pricey for me at this point, but I hear that they, they, they told me that if, you, uh, if we win the boon, and it, of course if it's not the team that wins it, or if... Anyway. If one of us wins the individual's boon uh, and takes possession of it ourselves, you could trade it in for a lot of very fancy things that we could then uh, disperse around the uh, the rest of our little army we've got building here. Mm. So, if that happens, something to consider, possibly. Interesting. Personally, I know we need the boons to get home, and I'd rather get home, but... I I can see where you're coming from. I yeah, no, uh, we'll, we'll definitely have to hold on to at least the majority of them to get home, but uh, if, we've, if we've got one or two to spare, it might be helpful to make sure we're kitted out before we get there. Or possibly kitted out to make sure we've got the best chance of surviving getting the other boons that we need. Anyway, just, a, just, a th- just an idle fancy that I had. Yeah. Also, you can't use two boons from the same archfey, so if you win both the individual and the group, yep, you could use one of those for army outfitting. <laughs> Got to consider your logistics. <laughs> uh, about how we close should... to dusk is it getting, though? Uh, it's maybe an hour or two. We should probably find a place to sleep for the night. That was a Carsey suggestion as well. Hmm. Let's be on our way, troops. Don't want to be caught behind the gates after they shot him. Hmm. Again, she'll glance over at Alistar. Sylvester will, sort of without being prompted, just pick up Alistar. I mean, please allow me, and I will uh, ritual cast the floating disc. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He'll plop Alistar down on the floating plate. Just kind of hang out for ten minutes. Cast a ritual. Yep. Yep. And cool. to click to click clack, who's a little bit woozy, I notice. Um, Just a wee bit. My friend, if you wish. 
咦？哎，还没按呢。And he is just saying random nonsense, random phrases that make complete sense on their own. Yeah. <laughs> But they have no context to what's act. You know. As I say, are they all in common? Are they, they all in different in a languages? They are in a variety of words. <laughs> they are in a variety nice. of languages. That's Some a weird dog. Potentially doesn't speak, but he because he doesn't need to speak the language to reiterate it. Nice. So it's just a horrible mishmash of different voices as well. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, good. I'm sure there's at least one call call motherfucker in there. Hmm? <laughs> Possibly one kill stealer and giant. Out in the exact. That's the thing is, other than his weaving, and the 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 complete lack of sense, he doesn't sound drunk at all because it's no. just mimicking the voices exactly <laughs> as it's said. Yeah. So unless he's mimicking someone who was drunk, it doesn't really sound all that drunk. He sounds like an entire crowd of completely sober people having one-sided conversations into their cell phones. Yep. <laughs> that is beautiful. entirely accurate. Yep. That is a beautiful... Uh, sorry. Uh, what, what all right, lad. This way. Here. Sit yourself down on... The floaty bits. Mm, there you are. Yeah, you shove, shove Alistar over a bit. Ah, yeah, it's more like it. All right. <clears throat> Hold still. And we're walking. Okay. So Having I... collected the members of your group less able to make the journey themselves, you travel out of the city. He of the Silvered Peaks. Um, looking up, you only sort of... You can't actually see the peak itself from within the city you now realize and looking up you currently only see one of those dragons the one with the butterfly-esque wings perched up top just finger twitching near the staff it's just yeah. way too far away to make any sort of contact with Just yes. hanging out on top of her city. Yep. So. So I'm not sure what my usual arrangement arrangements have been because obviously I wouldn't have been allowed in the city before. But well, I don't know. Well, you could know... have gone in the city at any point. You just couldn't yeah. have stayed in there overnight. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to be suitable for a group rather than a single person. Well, so there was that house that you had been temporarily squatting in. Yeah. That's not really suitable at this point. Uh, you could probably make camp on the mountain if you wanted, um, or you could find another house to similarly squat in. Because we have a cart. There is quite a bit of random, mostly one-off houses um, outside of the Silver Peaks. Silver Peaks. They didn't ask our names, did they, during the registration process? No, they did not. Okay. Mm -hmm. You were committing to sign up. You did not enter the arena. Okay. Ah. So, we can either camp on out in the open, or I 
I know a couple places that we could reside in for the night. Well, if you know some places, I don't see why not. Hmm. Having a roof over our heads is always pleasant. Hmm. Very well. And I'll lead them out and try to find something that's basically just open for the taking. Will that be investigation or something else? I really miss the streetwise skill. Right? Yeah. Uh, no, that's going to be investigation. Ragnar will help. <laughs> So I'll just do another one then for the yep. advantage. Yeah, I'll take the nine. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you don't necessarily find any houses that look like particularly good targets, though you find a house. You're just not sure if it's occupied or not. Yep, this way. And I'll try to open the door and just go in. <laughs> Are you gonna try and without magic the door is locked. Hmm. Your friend's not uh, home? No, I seem to have misplaced the key, so one moment. Oh, click lock here I... can help you with that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I have this. What? And I, I will dimension door to the other side of the door. <laughs> okay. At which point Click Clack is already fumbling to get out his 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 lockpick. Alright, Click Clack, <laughs> make me a thieves Did you tool get check those with back? disadvantage because you are pretty drunk. I believe I got them back. Yes. Yeah. yeah, she gave uh, them By me. the way, I'm triggering your wild magic thing because you did Tides of Chaos. Excellent. <laughs> so, oh, that was Jeremy's. I was going to be like, damn it, yes! We have a wild snap! Okay, 20. Uh, poor click back. Ah! Oh no! So, so that happened. Oh, so I don't. <laughs> I have never actually run a long term game for Sorcerer before. I, I don't need to trigger it because you rolled a 1 on the check. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah, when you trigger Tides of Chaos, you just say roll a D100 or D100 yeah. and it automatically surges. So do I get two or one? <laughs> no, you only get one. I, I can't trigger it twice, oh. though. I do think Tides of Chaos resets now. Yes. Uh, I think, yes. I believe Tides of Chaos resets at any wild surge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, so roll a d100 for the wild surge itself. Um. That's a good one. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> Damn it! Fuck is the stupid sorcerer subclass. It says, "I've got it for you if you want." Yeah, you are got the thing. You are surrounded by faint ethereal music for the next minute. 
Alright. So, click, clack, you start opening the door and ding dong, ding dong, where's the, where's the bells coming from? And you jam your lockpick in the door. Snap! I'm opening it from the other side. <laughs> Alright. You kind of have to shove it because it's, the lock is now jammed. Yeah. But you open up the door, click clack. In Aaron, he says, Well, fuck Skittles. <laughs> the snake is making music. Or is a music box. It's a little unclear. The fuck? Yeah. Simple fate. Yup. Alright. So you enter this house. Please come Seems in. to be unoccupied, at least for the moment. There's quite a few rooms with bedding and clearly some person's personal belonging. Things up bookshelf and a small library. Are there any portraits on the walls? Not on the walls, but there is one or two at the bedsides in various rooms. Ragnar will go look. Hmm? Um, one of them shows a elven couple. Both of them seem to be uh, Eladrin elves, so made of tree. Hmm. The other one um, seems to be some sort of mass-produced portrait of a human you do not recognize. All right, so two ladrin, one human. At least some of these have to be the people that actually live here. Ragnar's going to then start wandering through rooms, looking to see if there's any weapons hanging on the walls. Hmm? Not on the walls, no. Okay. No, you don't find any in drawers or anything either. Okay. Don't know whether that makes me feel safer or less safe. Hmm? Do you leave your weapons at home when you go out? Well, it's more of, are these the type of people that use weapons, or are these the type of people that don't need weapons because they've got magic? <laughs> Valid point. Well, this is a fascinating little uh, residence we found ourselves in. Yep. So, who's sleeping where? Scott will look at Carsey and ask right. um who lives here? I my close personal friends of course and their names would be Anna and Wilhelm uh huh 
Your last name is Scream. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you indeed. God damn it, Jeremy. <laughs> um Scott will will turn to Ragnar and in Elven, not caring if if Carsey knows it or not, but in Elven say how many times have you had to break into your friend's house? Responding in Elven. What friends? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my point. I mean, most of the time I was on board ship and there's only so many conversations and drinking games you can have with zombies and skeletons, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, no, I get that. Somehow I'd feel safer in the trees. I don't know, something about this just seems weird. It's the Feywild. The clack has already curled up and passed out in the middle of the floor. <laughs> um, about at that time, uh... Ragnar's going to go step out onto the front porch or wherever it was that we came in, check on the, the wagon, make sure the horse is tied up. Yep. Um. Off to the side, out, out from immediate visual of anybody coming up the, I suppose they have a driveway or something. Mm -hmm. Sort of. A footpath, something. Roughly, <laughs> yes. And he's going to scout the perimeter. Check the outdoor areas. Make me a perception. Ten! As Ragnar is walking around, Laureate will move past all of you. Master bedroom's mine! She seems entirely comfortable with this. Of course she does. <laughs> Yeah, um, with the 10, it's hard to scout the perimeter here because aside from the mountainside and bits of grass here and there, everything's pretty natural. Even the footpath that you went up is really just a path of particularly sturdy rock. It's not necessarily a person-made mm -hmm. thing because Feywild... It's just a it's just a convenient series of rock outcroppings. Yep. Okay. Uh, so no like gardens, cultivation, any landscaping or anything like that on the exterior. Nothing like that. No. Okay. Hey, how many stories is the house? Three. Okay. I assume this one's not straw though. No, it's it's wood and stone primarily. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right. And Ragnar is going to ask who's taking which watches. Hmm. Um, Scott will offer to take first watch. At eight. I'll join you on that one. Hmm. 
Who's up for second? Right. I mean, so I'll raise his hand. I feel it would be remiss if I didn't honor my duty as a host and offer to take a watch if that's what you wish. Fair enough. You can take second with Sylvester. Hmm. And just because he's a agent of chaos, uh, Zawin and Lorette, would you mind uh, taking third together? They both look at each other, and Zawin will shrug. Works for me. And Ragnar just looks at Lorette. <laughs> After Zawin has walked away, she just flips you the bird and heads <laughs> off to the master bedroom. Good. Some things haven't changed, at least. Yeah. <laughs> so. With watch established and a house to sleep in for the night, that is where we're going to call an end to this session of Breakfast. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks for watching and say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Hello. Goodbye.